praise the Lord. Thank you all for joining All Saints Matter. Uh, my name is Elder Terry Webster, and I have an exciting show for you today. Uh, we are talking with a wonderful couple that I know. And uh, in the light of February being Black History Month, so we got Black love going on, as well as the fact that February is the love month. And so we know to God, all things matter. And we know that marriages matter. So we want to uh, kind of get intimate with this couple and, and see exactly how they met and get some of the, the good details of the things that they would do, that they are doing as a young married couple, I might add, um, in the kingdom of God, as well as just being an example in the community, among their families, among their friends. So we're going to go ahead and get started. And I want to introduce to each and every one of you, my brother and sister in Christ, that's uh, Deacon Sharon Baines and Sister Stacy Baines, uh, known to us all as Sharon and Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> is the mister there or is he just gonna be uh... all right yeah don't worry <laughs> all right all right we got right. you guys speak right. up you know put some bass in that voice <laughs> and get, you know, get it going <laughs> all right so i'm excited to have you guys on and i thank you for uh allowing me to interview you and to actually come into your life because uh, it's not uh always that we get you know, the chance to intimately talk. And so we want to make sure that, um, you know, we let the saints know, and not just the saints, but, but people in general, all that will be listening to this podcast, that uh, marriages, we do have Black love. We still got Black love. Black love still exists <laughs> in a good way, right? Amen. <laughs> all right. So I want to get started. My first question to you guys is, how did you meet? All right. How did we meet? I will take that question. <laughs> um, I was a freshman in college at Hartford Community College. Um, and Sharon came up there with a gentleman that was going to the college as well. So he just was up there just snooping around, you know, <laughs> told him to come up there, you know, stuff like that. And so... Um, I was in the hallway and, you know, he's, psst, you know, back in the day, this, you know, you know, so we, he, I turned around, you know, like you talking to me, like, <laughs> you know, so we talked and everything, we exchanged numbers and stuff like that. And, um, I didn't think he was going to call and he's, he, he didn't think that I was going to call. You know, because, you know, just that moment, like, okay, I gave my number, all right, here, all right, whatever. You know, but that night he did call and everything, and and that was it. And we've been together ever since. Um, We've been together, I could say our first date was November 21st, 1998, and we've been together ever since. Wow. Would you say it was love at first sight? Um. No. no. Don't answer that question. <laughs> no, I won't say that. I won't say that. No. Okay. No love at first sight. That's okay. <laughs> it's, it's not always love at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> 
He kind of grew on you. She kind of grew on you. Yeah, something like that. It's okay. That is okay. <laughs> so I will also ask you, uh, since you took the first one, I'll, I'll talk to um, uh, Brother Sharon okay. on this one. Uh, what part did dating play in your relationship? Um, it played a very significant um, role. Um, I get a, I got a chance to um, get to know her. Like first of all, I grew up in a different background. Um, right. Grew up in she's more county person. I grew up in New York City, so our backgrounds are extremely different. Like how she grew up and how I grew up, so it's really different. So I didn't date people. Y'all call it dating. I have you just call it like going out with somebody like this, but. Um, if I if I wasn't say the important part for the whole thing is um I got a chance to know her personally, like going out, like just doing little things like, you know, this um talking with her, engaging with her, like just getting to know what type of person she was, just as a dating in relationship, which was really different for me by me being with her because she taught me different things about dating. I'm like, oh, this is what dating is. I did, I never really dated anybody like that. Like just to, um, definitely dealing with being a Christian man because I wasn't saved and she was. Okay. So that's, we came from two different backgrounds. So it's like, I was like, okay, um, let me see what this is about because I was ready for a change anyway. So that dating part actually activated that part of me and you know let me see what my life would be when it comes to this aspect of dating okay all right all right so so dating is significant and i think i think that's a good thing um nowadays you don't you see more dating longer um back in the day they didn't encourage us to date really long you know it was like six months if y'all ain't made up your mind by then, and y'all, y'all need to be finding y'all's way out of that relationship. Uh, I know that's the way it was in, in Indiana. I don't know how it was here in Maryland, <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's the way it was. There was no coming to church holding hands and sitting next to each other. If you weren't married or engaged, you sat on the other side of the church now. Yeah, wow. Or somebody sat in between you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so and it wasn't no whole bunch of going you know extra time together and all of that right. either so um so i know times have changed and you know we realize that in order to get to know people you really do need to spend time with them but we just learned how to um, you know allow the holy ghost to get not that we didn't back then but we you allow the spirit of god to teach us how to talk to one another and and understand the boundaries and things like that so i think dating uh, to your point I, I believe dating is extremely important uh when it comes to getting to know someone um you know i know my husband and i before we got married we had we dated a uh, long distance for over a year and it was almost two years by the time we got married so um so it, it does play a good part and I, i'm glad to hear that um you in your lives it was also a a blessing now what were some of the challenges of dating and how did you overcome them oh i was saying she wasn't saying Oh, yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> I mean, that book probably was the only challenge because I know 
um, the church that I used to go to before Word of Faith was very, very strict. And so, you know, you wasn't able to date with someone that wasn't saved and, you know, and stuff like that and, you know, couldn't go to the movies and this, this and that, you know. So it's like that was the only challenge we had because, you know, even though he wasn't saved, I still had that connection with him. And so right. sometimes, you know, we had people in our ear talking about, well, you know, because I, my old pastor, he told me, he's like, Mm-mm, he ain't saved. Y'all, y'all, y'all need to, y'all, you need to break up with him. You need to leave him. Right. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, but, you know, but it was something there that I just couldn't let go. You know, even though he wasn't saved, it still was a connection there. You know, and even though I was trying to be obedient to, you know, my pastor, you know, letting me know, you know, this is the rules, you know, and I knew how to, I knew the rules, you know what I'm saying? But it was just something there. So that was probably the only challenge we had was just me being in the church and him not being in being in church, you know. And so I was always, you know, at church, you know, and sometimes he didn't understand, like, they were always at church, always at church, you know what I'm saying? But that was just me, you know, that was me before you, and I wasn't going to change that because I'm with you, you know, because right. that was me. I love going to church, you know? right. so um, that was probably the only challenge that we had was just, you know, being me being a, being saved and him not being saved, so it was kind of, you know, not pigs a lot sometimes. And how long have you guys been married? Um, okay, I'm going to ask Ron this. If, yeah, ask him, yeah, ask him this. <laughs> 18 years. No. Oh, okay. He knew. No. He didn't even hesitate. Nope. Is that correct? No, ma'am. <laughs> it'd, be it'd be 19 years. Year. It'd be 19 years in May. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you say that. <laughs> I guess he was, he was, part, he was partially yeah, right. Yeah, so it'd be 19 years, May 4th. Okay. All right. Hey, man. That, that's, some, that's some good years. We're we're pushing on 21. So, uh, really 22. <laughs> so, um, so the other question I have is when did you and your spouse, uh, when did you know that, you know, this is the person for me? This is the one that I feel God is, is, is leading to me. Or this is that some people say is my soulmate. Some people say this is the one that I, like you said, that connection when did you know that the connection would be stronger than um, Any other? than the friendship? So I'll I'll let um, Stacy answer first, and then Sharon. Wow, I'll go let Sharon. Yeah, I'll, 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 answer, <laughs> I'll answer. Look, be honest with you. Um, like I said, um, when you look at that that question, just in a general. Um, First of all, Stacy was very, very different from any other female that I interacted with. So Stacy would do things like, what other females would want me to just buy them stuff, and you know, like, you know, just she would she didn't hold those type of conversations with me. Like she was like, oh, you want to go do this and do that, you know, like more for friendship conversation. I said, this girl's a she's different like this, and Stacy would be like, well, you don't have a um. A bank account? I'm like, nah. And she'd be like, well, I'm going to open up. I'm going to see make sure tomorrow can we come up and open up a bank account for you. So I used to keep my money in a box all the time. 
Okay, my box. All the time. Okay. And um thank God for Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> he probably wouldn't have anybody right now. <laughs> um I said uh I was she would just come over and was like, Oh, you wanna um you don't have no uh, no enough underwear and stuff like this, something like that. Or she would be like, you don't have no t-shirts, something like that. She would buy them for me. She was like really into what I was into. Like she was paying attention to what I, but you and I, I, I was like, that was really like very touching to me. And I was like, man, I never had nobody that actually went to that. Cause she was really worried about where I need to be going at then other right. stuff. Okay. All right, so she was very attentive to you, and and uh, she listened big time, big time, caring, loving, yeah. and she you know, she's still that way even to to us who she's not married. To. <laughs> <laughs> she's that way to, to everybody, so that's a blessing. And so, Stacy, when did you know that he was the one for you? When 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 he. After he had all of his t-shirts and all of this, <laughs> okay, now he's fixed up. He's okay now. Um, <laughs> just I guess because he respected me as who I was, um, as in you know, because I told him from the from the get go, and he told me that he's like, whoa, 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 you know, I let him know, you know, I'm saved, you know, I'm, I'm not that girl that you know that does this, that that's not me. So I just broke it down to him from the get go of who, what I was, you know what I'm saying? Because I guess I, him coming from New York and, you know, you know, being a little judgmental, you know what I'm saying? Like, whoa, okay. Just let him know from the door, like what the person that I am, you know what I'm saying? How I was raised, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so um, he respected that, you know what I'm saying? Of the kind of person that, that I am, that I was, you know what I'm saying? As a, as a saved woman, you know, and right. that I was going to continue that on, you know, until I get married or whatever, you know? And so he respected that, you know what I'm saying? And most people, they don't respect that. They like, Oh, for real. Okay. Well, <laughs> nice knowing you bye. <laughs> you know, and he wasn't like that, you know, he, he still stuck it through, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate that appreciated that you know because he didn't have to because he was back and forth here going to new york here going to new york you know and so then he finally you know decided that he wanted to stay down here so someone that is moving that will move for me yeah he's the one <laughs> okay. That is so sweet. That's so sweet. Now, I, I, I'll tell you, my husband, he waited too. Our first kiss was our wedding day. So, hello, ladies. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was none of that going on. Right. Not, not even hand holding. <laughs> right. I would have been put out the church. So, <laughs> I'll just say. Okay, back to back to the pocket. <laughs> okay, so who said I love you first? Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> we talked about this before, maybe like 15 minutes ago. Uh -huh. He said it was me, but I don't be, I really don't remember. You know, that been over 20 some years ago, and I can't remember what he said. He said it was me, so uh -huh. I don't know. <laughs> I got a good memory. I, when people talk to me about stuff, I pay attention. 
it was her, definitely, one hundred percent. She said it. So when what what was the setting? Um, I think it was um, like movies or something like that, or okay. shopping, something like that, more like that. We was um doing something. I, first of all, I changed a whole bunch about myself. My whole demeanor, I changed a whole bunch of stuff. Conversation-wise, everything. So, for me, for me to like hear that, I actually heard it. This, I actually heard it because I heard somebody say that to me. They didn't mean it, but I'm actually believe that she meant what she said to me. So you felt it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. And, and so, Stacy, why did why did you say you loved it? Well, I got money. <laughs> if I have money, she had to buy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if I said it first, but I still don't remember. If I said it first, I guess just, I don't know, just sparks, you know, and just feeling, um, feeling secure and safe with him. Um, you know, we had so so many past relationships, you know what I'm saying? It didn't work out for whatever reasons, you know, and being right. hurt hurt and you know, betrayed and stuff like that, you know, right. and feeling that love and caring from somebody, you know what I'm saying? So like, So did your parents how did your parents feel about him? Um my mom liked him. Um, Pastor Karen and them, that's my second family. So they knew, I knew them since I've been 13 years old. So they was like my second parents. So to be honest, they, they didn't like him at first. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) first because, you know, he didn't go to church. And right. Pastor Carol didn't like that. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't have a job. I didn't have she, a job yet. And um, he didn't have a job. So, oh okay. So All she, right. like um, huh, he needed to get a job. And he needed to come to church. She so they so they didn't like him. My mom she liked him, but Pastor Carol, nah. <laughs> so your mother in law's always been in your corner. But my mom always been in his corner from day one. Like day one. Oh, a good story <laughs> of how, you know, like we were talking relationships matter to God mm-hmm. and, and, and marriages matter to God, but you started a different type of relationship. And so it's not, it wasn't like, you know, a romantic relationship from the beginning. It was <laughs> one that evolved. And, and it, and to me as listening to your story, you can even, you can see God using you as that that uh, witness to draw him to Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen. Would you agree? Yes, totally. Okay, totally. Amen. You agree, Sharon? Hey, I'm with it. You know. I- <laughs> <laughs> amen. Amen. So, what is love to you guys? Um, love is um, commitment communication um respect respect um understanding the person that you communicate with um caring beyond any measures it's it's selfish like this you you 
you're not really thinking about yourself when you actually love the person like this. You consider the person, the other person that you're connecting with. Definitely as we was dating because I cut off a lot of different things. Like what I thought was important, but mm -hmm. that it wasn't that important as I got closer with Stacy. Okay. So, you know, most people would tell me like, oh, how you knew she was the one? I was like, you know, how you know? I was like, you know what? How I rate, rate myself as, <clears throat> as who's the one is different from you. You had to know for yourself. Right. Right. So, you know, um, I would tell people that, that I wouldn't give them my advice on saying, oh, who's the one and how you know and what was the love factors. I said, you're going to know. It's just that I can't explain to you. You're going to know. Right. Okay. All right. So, so I, I love what you said about commitment and communication and respect and understanding right. when it comes to love. But would you also say love is a choice? It's definitely a choice because you can choose not to love. Right. And because, uh, you know, there's times where we we hit those bumps in the road and you guys have been been married for almost 19 years and I've been married almost 22. So I know and uh, I know you 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 know we've all experienced those bumps in the road but we have to make that conscious um uh, I've learned over the years that there's a conscious choice that you have to make. So either you say either you honor the vows or um and or you decide that you can't honor the vows. And um and, and so that choice will set in motion the rest. So how do you feel about that? You you, you know what? You you write on path with it on how everything's a choice. So, you know, how God would view things is different from how we personally would view things. So you keep God first, it's always going to teach you how to love. If you first love him, he's going to teach you how to love others. Amen. I Amen. definitely believe that. Amen. You have anything to add to Stacey? Nope, I totally agree with my husband. All right, good. Look at that. Look at that. After all these years, all that agreement there, that's wonderful. <laughs> 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 so, um, the next question I have for you guys is did either of you have cold feet on your wedding day? Um nope. I didn't at all. I I'm surprised um because I'm a very emotional person. Um right. from till this day I'm still emotional. If I see somebody crying, I'm bawling crying with them and don't even know why they're crying. So right. it's like, but no I didn't. I remember, and I was just telling Talia, I said, I remember that on my wedding day, I was in the limo and we was on our way to the church and I was in there because Talia, all of them was in my wedding. Um, Takara, Talia, Tiffany, all of them was in my wedding. And I was in there yelling at them, y'all better walk down the aisle right. I don't want to hear no argument. You better don't, don't embarrass me. I was like in there yelling at them on my wedding day. You know what I'm saying? Let them know, like, <laughs> This is my day. I want you to do what you're supposed to do. Da, 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 da. It was like, okay. <laughs> it was like, okay. You were her bridezilla. But um, other than that, no, not not at not at all. Not at all. The thing could be we had one wedding day 
and then we pushed it back um another year and mm-hmm. so um so this but nope I didn't have cold feet I was shocked that I didn't um because I get very nervous at the last minute panic you know and stuff like that but on that date on that day it was I was fine and, I, and everybody asked me was I okay because I was too fine so <laughs> it was like hold on now this is not like Stacy but no I was I was fine. No Kofi here at all. Not at all. What about you, uh, Sharon? I, you know what? I, uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't really have, have Kofi. It's more, it wasn't that. It was more like whatever I'm about to do, I had to take it serious. Right. So I, when I knew what I was about to do, I, it was more like the night before. I was like, I was just sitting there. I was kind of upset. Or a couple of people that actually was my family, and um, I remember like yelling at them the night before or whatever this and that. And I was like, it was like, you know, I was kind of like, Stacy was more nicer. Like you better do this. I I was a little bit more more stern with my family, like this and that. That they better be dressed around this time because it's not about shoes, about me. And that's the only thing that actually caught me, like threw me off. But as far as cold feet, no, not really. I was dealing with them at the time, so I I was really I was ready for the whole thing to get it over with because all the counseling me and Stacy was going through. Mm-hmm. Oh, and was it was that counseling like pulling at you? Yeah. Um, the counseling I learned through the counseling like this. I learned, um, I needed to mature in some areas, and the counseling was like it went on for like a almost like a year, two years. Of counseling, like nonstop counseling. Oh, this you this and that. I'm like, it's like drill. I, I didn't like the counseling. And the counseling was like like school and stuff. I was like, why we gotta do this? And and we kept going them, going them, going them, you know, talking. So I didn't really like that that part too much. But but far as the cold feet, no, no cold feet. No cold feet. Okay, that's wonderful. And I, I, I you know, I've been around you guys for for years, and and this is my first time hearing your story, and I, and it's, I just love it. I really do. It's really really interesting because I never, actually, never ever would have thought any of this. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you share with us, um, Stacy first, and then Sharon, right. um, a challenge of your marital relationship? Um, I say communication. Okay. Um, cause I'm the, he's the one that's, um, more quiet, laid back and keep things to itself. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm that too, but if something is bothering me, I want to talk about it. And he's the more uh, laid back, like nonchalant, like, okay, whatever, you know? So like I'm a person that's like communicate. Like I like to communicate. Like if I don't know what's going on, then I'm not going to know what's going on. So not like a psychic, like the guest, okay, what's going on with Sharon today? Like I, that's not me. So I'm, he's the person that he holds things in and don't talk. And I'm the one that's more open. Um, mm-hmm. It took a long time for me to be that because I was the same exact way. But I learned that holding things in, stuff like that, just makes the situation even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because then you building up all type of emotions, you know, right. anger and frustration and all this kind of stuff because you want to talk to your spouse, but you know that if you do, it's going to be a waste of your time, you know? So um, that was the main thing that we had, that we dealt with for many, 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 many years was communication and everything. And I can truly say it has gotten a be- gotten better um, over the years, but that was a really big challenge that we, that we faced was communication. Cause sometimes you, I guess sometimes people put their guards up, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, just don't want to be bothered or they feel like if they do talk, then they feel they go to get like shut down or judged or something like that. So sometimes some people do that because from past past experiences, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes we take our past experiences and we put it in our right now relationships and it it, it it's not it's not good. Right. All right. So uh Sharon. All right. One of the one of the things is um money because um I'm so used to um Get what I want when I want. Mm-hmm. And um, when Stacy jumped on stage, like this, it's first of all, Stacy had tons and tons and tons of debt. I have no debt. I just didn't have no credit. Like with bad, it's like it's better if you have bad credit than no credit. So I, I didn't. I had to establish myself as credit. But Stacy had tons. She charged those type of credit cards and stuff like that. I didn't say that at the time, but that was like a problem for me. I'm like, you just owe so much. And right. I, 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 you know what? I had time to like dealt some of the counseling. Well, we're with the person is like this, and I was like, so I had to. I really struggled with that. Why I'm so used to working and being there, being able to save, and then it was like pouring up water in in a in a bucket that had holes in it. I'm like, it's not nothing saving. No matter how hard I pour, it's not going to be where it's supposed to be at. So. You know, I we we came a long way from that, and I'm sitting. I'm like, man, and people's like, oh, Shmoney, you've been buying this. I'm like, I wouldn't share certain things was going on between me and my wife, definitely financially. I was like, I'm not like a share. I'm not going to share that part with nobody like that. That don't understand. Right, right. So, so I would begin to, you know, talk to God about it, like seriously, like, God, will you. I, I met this wife and she did, you know, I kind of like talked to him about it, kind of like Adam did <laughs> to um, God when he said, this is the wife you gave me, but I, I didn't say nothing like that, but um, yeah, it, that was a real hard thing for me to actually deal with the financial part like this, but once that got balanced out, I didn't feel that way anymore, so yeah. Okay, awesome, awesome. I, you know, um, that, you guys hit on two of the, the top issues for for couples and that's communication and money and um i'm sure that will probably never change ever ever (laughs) but but one thing that can change is us and as we grow together we learn um each per each other's love languages but not only that we learn what makes that other person um unhappy and then we uh, talk to God about it, and He helps us through it. So that's I I appreciate you guys sharing that. Um, 
I have a couple more questions and then we, we have a small old game we're going to play. But um, the, the, the second to the last question is, what advice would you give to couples that are struggling? Who do you want to go first? Uh, either one. You guys can choose. I'll let you choose. So, honestly, all the time, being the, the spiritual man I am and God, how God deals with me, he always giving people that struggling, struggling people with couples. And some, and I know them like through the years of working with them and they come and just wanted to share things with them. And I would tell them the most important thing is um, do not share things that people that don't know what you're really going to, going through or don't pray for your marriage the way it's supposed to. Um, when your relationship is struggling, you know, you can't have people coming and interfering. That's something I put together. So you can't, you, like, you can't come to work and sharing with somebody outside or the opposite sex of what you're going through. Because sometimes people play your, play your emotions against you or use that to play, get closer towards you. Because you're always yearning for something, but you want it from your mate. But right. when you you don't get that, you go other places and find it. That's where the mistake is going to come in. At you, you went somewhere else. You step out. Instead, you didn't act, you didn't ask for the right proper help to build it back together. Right. And you know when, when you don't take those those steps or those 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 avenues, you 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 tend to mess it up. This is why most marriages don't last as long because they step out and go do other things. And they don't want to go through nothing like this and say your marriage when you build your marriage how you want it to build, be built. But by you coming in and telling what's actually what's the secrets that's there. I, I'm a firm believer I don't have everybody walk into my bedroom. That's absolutely not. Absolutely not. You just don't walk in it. That's not a place you I don't even get that privilege. I'll be to get out out. <laughs> Absolutely. That's not a place that you a person is saying, Let me come into your house, let me go straight to your bedroom. That's how I look at that situation when i explained i said that's how you're looking at your situation and it doesn't matter sometimes people they're not even married but they have children and they, or, or or they are married but they're not saved i always give them to god's principles according to how god what marriage really came from most people that got married don't know what marriage really came from and so you gotta give them the, put them on the right path and they be like sometimes they feel better and some people i'm just gonna do what i want to do what you're doing is everything that you feel not done being led by the spirit and so understand the spirit that's leading them to the steps they need to have to to recover that has been broken. Most people don't want to take those steps to recover that's when we've been broken. Right. Amen. 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 I, I think that was a good, uh, uh, the good point, especially when uh, you don't allow different people into your, your house. And I know, you know, I'm kind of joking about my son, but, I, but seriously, I do. Um, we It is uh, I was always taught that the your marriage room, your your room, that bedchamber is a sacred place, and not so much as sacred like we, you know, go very going to, um, you know, speaking in tongues and all that. But it, but it is a place where a God has when you have joined together. That is a place where you had those intimate talks and all of that, and so. I, the, the, the extra, uh, spit, nobody sits on my bed, huh. none, none of that, that because 
I just feel like that is a a place where it should that it should be that op- that um what am I trying haven that safe haven I guess that's 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 the word word that I'm looking at so I appreciate you sharing that. What about you, Stacy? Um, just a couples. Um, I would say to make sure you communicate. Um, don't hold back. Um, be honest with one another. Right. Um, and don't bring your past into your future. Oh, that's good. Um, because sometimes we bring our past into our now, and then it 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 affects, and it you know sometimes can break some ruin some things you know so just like um just to be honest about your past um because sometimes we go through things and we carry it on into our relate other relationships of past hurt and things that happened to us when we was young and then when we carry it into our relationship you know um it does a little damage you know right. have your spouse wondering like what I do and it wasn't them, you know, it just past hurt that has happened to you. And so um, every little touch or every little thing, it makes you, you know, have a flashback, you know, and, you know, so it's very important to, to don't be ashamed to, to share with your spouse, you know, um, because sometimes we leave them in the dark, of why we're acting a certain way and then they're thinking that it's them and it's not them. And sometimes it can break up relationships because we're not honest with our spouse of, you know, of what's what we dealt with and what we're dealing with and something that we, you know, haven't shared and, you know, and we're carrying it, carrying it on, you know, 10, 20 years later. You know, so it's very important to be able to communicate and to be honest with your um, with your spouse, you know, and to, and to be open. You know, what I'm saying like if if you know we a couple, we love each other. So mm-hmm. whatever I'm able to say to you, you know, what I'm saying you shouldn't be able to judge me, you know, or anything like that. But it's mainly just um, to communicate, um, to be honest to one to be honest to one another and to just um you know love each other make sure you know each other too because sometimes we so quick to jump in relationships and marriages and not really knowing each other you know what i'm right. saying and we're so quick to do things because um my mom wants me to get married so before i turn 30 so let me get married. Oh, you know, um, you know, my pastor said I gotta get married because so and so. No, we gotta be it's important to be able to know one another because you can be in a relationship and in the marriage and don't know nothing about your spouse just because you jumped into it too quick because of what people are saying. Right. You know, yeah. like you're not marrying the people, you're marrying your spouse. You know, right. and, and their family. So, <laughs> so people can say whatever they want to say, but at the end of the day, it's just you and your husband, you know? Right. And so just like make make sure that you really get to know, you know, each other and stuff like that. So 
Man, that's good advice. I, I really appreciate that. Um, I, the part that you talked about is like not keeping those those uh, those you know secrets, of be, feeling free, being free to be vulnerable. Yes, and then having that person to be okay with you being vulnerable, but and meeting you and supporting you. Yes, yeah. that's very important. Very yeah. important. Yeah. Um, and the last question I have is, uh, what advice would you give to couples who want to get married or are people that are dating or want to get married or even those that are maybe not even dating, but they're really just they're looking for a mate, um, but they don't want to like, you know, continuously date different people. They want to wait for the right one. Uh, what advice would you give them? I would tell them personally is this. Well, I'm going to tell you what happened one time I was at work. There was a guy at my job. He was talking about um, getting married. Mm -hmm. One guy, all he did was discourage him the whole time. I was just listening the whole time. He discouraged him the whole time. He was like, oh, don't get married because this, this, and that. You know, he's telling his own personal feelings, whatever. And I was like, I'm listening to him. I was like, wait a minute, I'm not going to be quiet. Let me talk about this. Because I've been married for a couple of years underneath my belt. And I was like, you know what? Don't listen to him. He's like, why? I said, why would you tell him something bad like that? I said, you know, most people tell you their bad experiences and and try to share it and discourage the person that have a great future. But they tell you all the bad stuff first. I said, I said your marriage may be like three little pigs. You know, every time it's going to go through something, which your marriage is actually built on? Is it made of straw, wood, or brick? I said, his marriage probably was made out of straw. But yours probably be brick in the long run. I said, you can't listen to everybody that have failed stuff. They only can tell you where, where, where it went wrong. And most of the times, they're not even being truthful upon what they're about to walk into. I said, you can't listen to everybody that tells you about a relationship problem because... They're not applying their life to the, what they're actually speaking to make a relationship healthy to where it's supposed to be at. I said, don't don't carry yourself like that. Stop, stop listening to people that don't take their own advice and live their own personal life. You're, whatever you're about to jump into is what you put into it. I said, don't listen to people that actually, oh, you should do this and that, and you're not even doing it themselves. So if they get, to get together or be married, Pay attention to people that's successful. Listen to people. Surround yourself around the right people that actually say, you know what, to encourage you, not tell you all their bad experiences. That does not make things hopeful. That's not loving. It's not caring. I said, believe in that. Like, just watch things change for you. I said, I had to listen to them, surround myself around people that was actually successful. Sometimes just people I respected, but I don't need to listen to them because they don't take the advice for themselves. They have good advice, but actually they're not living what they, they're speaking. So right. I, I learned that real early. I said, wait a minute, this person not even living what they're speaking. How can I listen to this person? So so you, you're saying that um, just, I, I, I like what you said when you said um, people have failed stuff. Right. So they try to impose their failures upon you. Absolutely. So, um, and, and not to listen to um, the negatives. Um so basically you're saying you know live your life mm -hmm. um, and and marriage is honorable that's what the scriptures say my marriage is honorable and all 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the bed is undefiled. Right. So we know that um, it was ordained of God. And so we know that it is good. Right. So um, I, 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 I love that sometimes we something fails and we never get up and try again. Or we take all of that baggage is the same as what Stacy was saying earlier into um, other relationships and we never understand what what we are under we understand or feel or experience what real love is because we've never let go of what it wasn't right I, I appreciate it how about you um, Stacy um what was the question again I'm sorry amen. Amen. What advice would you give couples or people who want to get married? Maybe they're not married yet, but they want to get married, or maybe they are dating. Um, what advice would you give them? Um, I think the first thing that came to my mind is to not compare your relationship with other relationships. That's good. Um, because what they went through or it, it could be the same thing you went through right you know so because sometimes we're so quick to see other people relationships right or thinking like oh is that what married life could be like you know what i'm saying like is that what i'm gonna have to go through you right. know you're not gonna go through it but you're not gonna go through the same exact thing that right. somebody else went through so you can't compare your relationships with other people um and other relationships and even your past relationships Um, and also not allowing outside source to control your relationship Hmm. Um, as in what I mean by that as in family right friends you know um, yes people want the best for you I can take your advice I mean I can listen to your advice but doesn't mean I'm going to take your advice Hmm. you know so sometimes some some people are so controlling Right. Um, you want to be able to control your relationship right. you know sometimes people yes you know they want the best for you and stuff like that but sometimes people don't they want to see you lonely <laughs> you know mm-hmm. they don't want you happy you know mm-hmm. so they would do whatever it takes to you know to break it up you know so so not to let outside sources as family friends anybody to interfere with your um with your relation with, with your relationship because at the end of the day you're going to be able with your husband your wife not your mom your dad your sister your aunt your grandmother your best friend no right. you're going you're going to be able your spouse you right. know? and so not, so just not to let outside stores to be able to control your relationship and also not to compare your relationship with other people's relationships as well that's good. That's some really good advice uh, because um, that that comparing can discourage and and like like I, uh, Deacon Sharon has already said that you know it may not even be your plight. Right. Your plight may be nothing but you know roses and lollipops and right maybe they had to you know had to get a little licorice and some hiccups and some other stuff but that doesn't mean that they can't be successful and and i um i did have i had a podcast with with a couple of uh, two couples um actually crystal dunn and her husband as well as um 
Jennifer and Wayne Rogers. And um, I just, I really love the fact that, um, you know, they, they were transparent and they were, um, you know, they weren't comparing, like you said, they weren't comparing their relationships with anyone else. And they, but they weren't living in the past. They had passed, but they didn't live in it. And so I appreciate um, what you said. That was that that spoke volumes right there. That was really good. So we have come to the end of our podcast, but <laughs> of course, we are going to play a game. And I'm going to take ten seconds for a break, and we'll be back right after this. All right. <laughs> All right, we are back. We are back. And I have been blessed to have on my show today, uh, Sharon and Stacey Baines, a married couple from uh, the city of Aberdeen, uh, Maryland. It is such a blessing to have members of my church and they are our youth leaders and they are a good example of a couple. And so I wanted to, before they leave, I'm just going to ask some quick questions. And this is called da, 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 the stuff that matters. So I want to ask this question and you have to answer it. So I'm going to ask a question to the husbands and you have to say what your wife would prefer. Okay. And I'll ask it to the wife and the wife would have to say, what their husband would prefer and it's just four all right so this one's to the husband to uh sharon okay bacon or sausage bacon stacy gummy bears or candy bars is, is this for sharon yes um you, i'm sorry what are you saying gummy, gummy bears or candy bars candy bars what about uh, Stacy for Jerron? Amusement parks or the zoo? <laughs> the amusement park. <laughs> you weren't supposed to answer. She was. Jerron, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but so so Sharon said Stacy was was amusement parks. Okay, so then we'll we'll give Stacy this one. <laughs> it's gonna be really interesting. Flowers or jewelry? <laughs> Jewelry. <laughs> you mean he doesn't like a dozen roses? <laughs> well, it has definitely been a blessing having you guys on here. And before we leave, I definitely would like for us to pray. But I want to encourage all of our listeners to, um, if you got, do you guys have like a email or? or um, a Facebook page where they can uh, reach you if they had questions or something like that that you would like to give out? Um, yeah, my email is sbaines, that's B-A-I-N-E-S 27 at gmail.com. All right, all right. So um, so if you have questions or something that's touched your heart or you had uh, touched your mind as you've listened to this couple on today, please reach out to them. Don't stay where you are. If you think you need help or whatever the case may be, remember to God, all things matter and your relationship matters to God because he wants you to be 
to prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So that is in every area of your life and especially in relationships. Relationships can make or break a person. And so if you have the opportunity to have a support, please reach out to someone. And remember that don't compare. I, I love what this couple said. Don't compare your relationship with anyone else's because you don't know what God has for you. And it's not the same path that that other person has went down. So we have been listening to All Saints Matters and we're going to pray out. Heavenly Father, God, we bless you and magnify you, God, for your strength and for the obedience of every marriage, oh God. God, we come against anything that can come against any marriage, oh God. We pray and decree, oh God, every they will show the love and respect and honor, oh God, that's for their own personal marriage, oh God. That they build on God upon the positive things, oh God, in their life, oh God. That they gain momentum, oh God, that you have called it to be, oh God. Let them take the necessary steps to build it to where it's supposed to be at, oh God. And they will not carry hurt, harm, or danger, oh God, inside their bedrooms, inside their homes, oh God. It will be mindful what they speak to each other, oh God. They will be mindful sharing, oh God. They will actually be mindful of everything that they do, oh God. They will not let people come into their marriage, oh God, that's not designed to post to be there, oh God. God, send forth the right help around them, oh God, of protection, oh God. When when others want to give up, oh God, God, you give them the strength to hold on, oh God, and deal with the relationship according to how you want them to deal with it, God. Let the men be the headship, oh God, and let the woman by be the help me, oh God, to help in God, to help the husband, oh God. Let the husband also be a good listener to the wife, oh God. Intention to our heart, oh God. We actually, oh God, strengthen those communication, oh God, that's in their life, oh God, that you build upon that, oh God, so they be strengthened, oh God, anointing from their head to our feet, to their feet, oh God, that it be purpose, oh God, dispatch angels, oh God, give them dreams and passion, oh God, give them undivine wisdom, oh God, to how to deal with finances, oh God, upon each other, oh God, and let them be in a place of agreement of one another, oh God. We bless you and magnify you, oh God, that you will strengthen what's been broken, oh God, and put everything into their perspective. Oh God, to cover, oh God, each home, oh God. I pray over everyone that's on the sound of my voice, oh God, that you cover their homes, oh God, and cover their marriage, oh God, also their children, oh God. We thank you for Elder Terry, oh God, starting this podcast, oh God, and allowing the Bain family to be the, the ones to be on this board, oh God. We thank you and magnify, oh God. So in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much again to my guests, Mr. and Mrs. Sharon Baines. And just remember, all saints matter. You matter to God. Thank you. Have a good night. Uh, thank you. Thank you.